Hello, everybody. My name is Nkozi, and this is the Two Sides of a Coin podcast. Thank you all for joining me today. And for this week, I thought I would do something a little different. Most times on the podcast, I talk about either pop culture or movies, and I wanted to switch it up a little bit. And the reason I wanted to switch it up is because I love entertainment. I love movies, TV shows, all of that. So I like to dabble a little bit with writing. And my imagination is really, really wild, to be honest. So there are ideas that I have where they are big. However, even though I have the idea, I have no real impetuous to write those ideas out to conclusion. Normally, what I do is I sit down and I record them a little bit. But honestly, once I've written down the general idea, I mostly just put it in the back of the closet or something like that because I have no real motivation to write it out. So what I thought would be a little bit of an interesting idea would be if I talked with you guys about my idea. I walked you through it and this is really going to be real raw because this is going to be me workshopping this idea in real time. I'll walk you through what I have and then I'll just spitball to you guys and we'll see what comes out of it. This is really not scripted like the normal show is. I put a lot of work in making sure it's streamlined. So this is going to be way more, way more off the cuff. This is going to have much more loosely defined ideas behind it. So if you're good with that, which I hope you are because I'm taking a real big risk here. I'm cool with it to let you guys in on just how I'm thinking and how I process my ideas. So let's get into my first, I don't even know what to call this. I guess I could just call it a idea off. No, that's terrible. I don't, you know what? We'll just call this my very first open writing session. And you guys get a little bit of a real intensive peek into how my mind works, I guess. So let's get into it. Now, this movie that just, like I said, popped into my head, I'm thinking it would probably be based in the James Bond universe. And the only reason I say the James Bond universe is I'm not necessarily concerned about this being a new property or not. And also, it's mainly because I really did like a lot of the characters and the overall story behind No Time to Die. 
in particular, I really liked two of the characters. Uh, one is Ana de Armas' character, Paloma, and the other one is Nomi, which is played by Lashana Lynch. So, my idea would be to do a movie based in that universe with these two created characters, essentially. I think the reason that I'm focusing so hard on those two is because, like most people who are fans of James Bond, I'm more thinking it would just be a catchphrase, it wouldn't necessarily be someone's name, and we're years away from another James Bond movie, realistically. Whereas if we did this kind of series, we could get that ball rolling very quickly, at least in my opinion. So the boilerplate idea, the main central theme behind it, would simply be that overall, uh, Nomi, Lashana Lynch's character would find, let's say, some electrical MacGuffin. So let's call it a skeleton key decryptor. And it will destroy the world because it will hack any security anywhere. And her job is to stop it from being in the bad guy's hands as well as getting it for her government. And during this process, she runs into Ana de Armas' character, Paloma. Or is it Paloma? Yeah, this, like I said, this is going to be a very freewheeling type of conversation. So she's going to run into Paloma. And she's going to join from the American side. And they're going to both stop this threat together. So that's the overall idea. And honestly, outside of that, the only notes I had were that it has to take place in multiple countries because it's not a James Bond movie if it or in the James Bond universe if it doesn't feature multiple countries. There has to be a lot of action and there must be a twist in there somewhere. Those were my guidelines for my prompt, or at least that got my head rolling. So let's let's think about it. In regards to the franchise, Nomi was introduced as a new 00 agent. She gets the 007 moniker from James Bond after he retires. And if you haven't seen No Time to Die, Obviously, spoilers for that. And you really even shouldn't be listening to this if you haven't seen No Time to Die, because this is going to feature those two characters. She gives 007 back his 00. And in my idea of the movie, out of respect for his sacrifice or anything like that, she either gets a different 00 number, maybe she's 008 or 006. I actually liked 006 in my opinion. So she gets this number. She is now tracking in this new mission 
black market types to figure out more information on this skeleton key that is going around on the black market or in the dark web. Now, I don't know why. My mind immediately went to the reason that Nomi and Paloma meet is because Nomi tracked this person down to Florida and did some usual James Bond franchise level shenanigans. I mean, she's got a car. She blows up a couple of things. She shoots a couple of people, causes property damage, not as much property damage, but definitely causes property damage. Maybe in regards to some blown up cars, some cars crashing into maybe an off-ramp or two, something like that. I don't know why my mind goes here, and this probably says more about me than anything else. I just imagine that at the end of this encounter, she tracks down this person and they're either in the shadow of or around either Disney World or Universal Studios. And when she takes the person down, she says, like, if it's Disney World, it's like, I guess the magic died with you. Something cheesy. You have to do a cheesy line in regards to a good double O movie. So I thought just that line, the magic will die with you. And she kills Whoever it is, maybe after she's retrieving the information, she gets ambushed or the Americans show up, she pulls her gun on them, and that's when she sees Paloma's character. Now, for those of you who don't remember Paloma, Paloma is Ana de Armas' character. She was the CIA agent that was with uh, James Bond down in Cuba when all those Spectre agents died. So that is going to be that intro action sequence is going to be the reason that those two meet up because I want them to meet up early in the movie. And you go through your title sequence. I don't know if you want to do a regular James Bond style title sequence or if you want to do something different. I'll leave that to whoever is the cinematographer for the movie. After we get past the opening credits, we're then going to have Nomi. She's going to be on a video call, maybe with MI5. And we're going to bring back even more of the characters from the James Bond universe. So we'll bring back Ralph Fiennes. We'll bring back Naomi Harris as a money penny we'll even bring back uh ben wish wishaw i think it's ben wishaw as uh the quartermaster um or maybe he doesn't maybe you bring in a new person as your quartermaster now we do all of that to just introduce that this is the same world that we are operating in. Maybe 
I would have the British share the intelligence with the Americans, not only because they're allies, also it's because the British were caught running an unsanctioned op on U.S. soil and the Americans want in to try and figure out what the heck is going on. So we then have the British government debriefing Paloma on what's going on, how they got chatter about this device, this device being a skeleton key. And the skeleton key can unlock a lot of systems, including potentially nuclear codes. It could be anything. The MacGuffin doesn't really matter so much as just it being the driving force behind everyone's decisions. Everybody's trying to get this MacGuffin because the MacGuffin is important. So now that we have what our MacGuffin is, the Americans are ticked off. However, they want in on this operation. So they assign Paloma to Nomi and to work with each other. Now, one of the things that I'm not necessarily 100% sure on is what's going to be the twist. Is the twist going to be that there's even more than the skeleton key, which honestly I think is fine as is, or is the internal conflict going to be that both of their governments want this skeleton key and don't want the other government to get it? Once the U.S. figures out what the skeleton key is, they want the skeleton key for themselves and they don't want the British to have it. If another government has the skeleton key, the skeleton key might lose its effectiveness. If they have what we have, then they can unlock our stuff. We can unlock their stuff. It's a zero-sum game at that point. doesn't matter if they both share it. One will want it and not want anyone else to have it. And that's how you keep that power. With that idea being involved, we're going to essentially have this internal conflict between the two where both sides are trying to get the job done while also playing the other person. Not necessarily doing too much, but also not doing too little so that way they can actually figure out what's going on and also moving it forward. Now that's that's one way you could do it. Another way that you could do it is you could have it where you still have that central conflict. However, the skeleton key loses importance simply because you're now dealing with an eco-terrorist who wants to destroy the world. They want to use the skeleton key to wipe the slate clean and save the planet. The only reason I bring that up is because I was recently watching... Um, Kingsman and it is a nice plot to make it so that way your bad guy is a really bad guy noble in some goals but terrifying in others and I'm not really sold on that it was just an idea that really popped in so let's move that to the side and keep our original which is someone is trying to get the skeleton key so that way they can sell it 
to the highest bidder. And the things they can do with the skeleton key, let's say they're numerous. They hack one of their operations so that way they know who is being sent what. And maybe during the process, they also hack a predator drone and blow up the base of operations that they're running the information, that they're running the op from. So it puts Nomi and Paloma on the back foot since they now know, hey, any digital communication can now be, you know, monitored and stuff like that. So they got to go after this person in a way that they're not going to see coming. Also, I'm thinking after you visit Florida, the blow up is going to happen in either South America or Africa. And the main reason is just I want to see more places that are different. So I think Latin America or South America is a great place to show different cultures. And I also think, you know, Africa is a great place to show different cultures. So even with that, we could have the inciting incident happen in Florida. Maybe they go up to Washington for the meeting and the debriefing and Paloma and Nomi are getting to know each other. We could have the next leg take us to South America, in which case they're going to find out more about the person behind the skeleton key or who currently has the skeleton key. It'll have to be somebody who is both rich and persuasive. I don't really have a role in mind for that. All I know is the person who does that role is going to have to be somebody who is both devious and charming. I don't want this person to just be a ham it up villain, somebody who is not smooth and calm and collected. I want this person to be somebody who the crowd can both relate to and also is afraid of. I don't know who you'd put in there. I'm pretty sure you could find somebody though. I mean, with how things are going, maybe you want to put Jonathan Majors in there. Throw him in there. He can be charming and terrifying all at once. Actually, that's not a bad idea. Let's let's pencil in Jonathan Majors for that role. Anyways, now that Jonathan Major's character, they have the skeleton key. They're now going to use it. And the way they're going to use it is they're going to find out that the meeting is being monitored. And then they're going to track it back to where it's monitored. And they're going to hack a predator drone to destroy the base that is giving Nomi and Paloma the information. So. Once that's done, they'll realize, well, we can't really go to our bosses for help. 
we have to assume that we are being monitored and that we are being traced. Maybe then they'll go to either the northern part of Africa or the middle part of Africa. I don't have a particular country in mind. They go there simply because one of them has a contact there that knows the villain. I don't want to also go to South Africa. I want to go to a different part of Africa just to show off different countries. That's just a personal preference of mine. I, I could be talked out of that. But let's dig into what's going to happen in this third location. In the third location, either we're going to have the climax or we're going to have the beginning of the climax. And that is we're going to find out the key piece of information and we're going to be provided with the last bit of technology and or equipment that our group is going to use. So they're going to be provided that equipment there. They're going to find out the last bit of information and then they're going to go off and search for our main big bad who now I've just kind of penciled in there ironically as Jonathan Majors. Once that is done, once they've been penciled in, they go off and they take the skeleton key, they kill Jonathan Majors, and at the end of the movie, the way I see it, they will have the device and they'll have to figure out, well, what happens if our sides get this? Will it be a big deal? Will it not? Will they follow orders? Will they decide, nope, this is too powerful in any one person's hands? Honestly, I'm more leaning towards they're going to decide it's way too powerful and they're going to destroy it and go back to their respective governments and say, hey, we tried to get it. It was corrupted before we got it. So the threat is done. All the research has been destroyed. Everyone's safe, but we couldn't get it. Either way, they'll end on good terms. And the movie will just end from there. Now that's, that's my idea of the overall plot. I think for, I think for the interactions between the two i don't want to keep it so serious that the movie is just a drama throughout i want these two to have a back and forth that is both admirable and also it's fun i think from what we saw of nomi nomi is a person who when they are on the job they are on the job I also think with uh, Paloma, their role was a lot more, and at least in the movie, they were introduced to somebody who was a young agent. And Nomi is more introduced as she has been doing this for a while. She can take care of herself. So I think that's a 
good dynamic to keep. I also think, depending on how these two get involved with each other in regards to the chemistry on the screen, I think it would be really, really nice to have them be not necessarily friends, just not enemies. They walk away more with respect for one another and not, hey, we're best friends now. It's much more of a, we can work together, I respect you, I might also be asked to betray you and give up information and stuff like that. I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt, probably. But at the end of the day, the needs of my government versus the needs of your government, etc., etc. Which I think is a very healthy relationship for two spies to have. One CIA, one, you know, double O agent. I also don't want to get into the trap of female protagonists in that I don't want them to be rescued by anybody. I want them to be strong and capable throughout the entire movie. Best way to think about it would be like any James Bond movie or most of them. They're not being rescued by somebody. They are going in there, they are doing the job, and they're getting out of there. So, are they shooting a bunch of bad guys? Sure. Are they kicking butt and taking names? Absolutely. Could there be moments where they might stumble? Yeah, you bet. Are they ultimately going to win? Yes. That's what you want. Not struggle in terms of failure, I want them to always fail forward, even if they fail. Even if it's like, oh, they have the skeleton key and they lost the skeleton key because of a grenade or something like that. Well, even though they lost the skeleton key, they gained more information so that way they can get the skeleton key the next time or get the next piece in the puzzle to find where the skeleton key is. These are the kinds of, this is the kind of information that I really want to have shown throughout the movie. Also, just talking from myself, I know this isn't an official test or anything like that. I do want this movie to at least one time pass the Bechdel test. I think it'll be pretty easy if you're just talking about an inanimate object. However, I've seen movies where it definitely has not passed the Bechdel test, even if there are very few to no uh, guys in the movie. But yeah, honestly, that's, that's mostly my idea. The overall part of it, the very broad brushstrokes of that idea are all there is it going to be something that is successful as I said I'm saying this idea not because 
this is something I am super passionate about and I want to write this. I am saying this idea simply because I want to get this out of my head so I could focus on the stories that I would want to write about. This story is, I think, one that can be important. I also think it will be even more important if I put it in the hands of somebody who will shepherd this idea to its final place. And honestly, all I have are the overall bones of it. I don't have anything else. So, yeah. Uh, tell me what you guys think of my probably biggest ramble I've done on this podcast of my idea of a James Bond spinoff movie. Nomi and Paloma. Paloma and Nomi. I don't know. Or Nomi and Paloma, a 007 tale. I mean, that could work. So let me know what you guys think in the comments. Uh, please, if you want to reach out, you can reach out to me through Twitter at Two Sides of a Coin. That's T-W-O-S-I-D-E-Z. You can reach out on Instagram at Two Sides Coin. And if you want to reach out through email, you can email me at Two Sides Podcast. That's T W O S I D E Z Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast comes out every week on Wednesday without fail. And yeah, hey. Let me know if you guys are interested in the idea. I, I'm encouraged by praise. So, hey, maybe if somebody lets me know, I really would dig this idea. I would love it if you dug into it more. I wouldn't be adverse to digging into it more and finding out more about this story or just taking the extreme rough edges off of it. So, yeah, I hope everybody has a great rest of the week, and I'll catch you next time.